Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Gay With God podcast, a safe place for us to share our stories and support one another. How long did we know? What challenges did we face? Did we lose our faith? When did we find our way back home? Or are we still searching? The stories you hear on this podcast will melt your heart and strengthen your belief that in God, all things are possible and you can be authentically gay with the God of your understanding. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I am very honored that you are here. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gay with God podcast, and I'm Midge Noble, your host, and I am recording live from Corgi Haven Lane. So those of you who know me and know me well know that Corgi Haven Lane is our sacred cabin up in the mountains of North Carolina. But how did we get here? What is the untold story of Corgi Haven Lane? So today I'm going to share that untold story with you. So yesterday we did do the memorial service for Sue's beloved mother, and we are now taking an entire week at this sacred cabin that we have actually never done in all the years that we've uh, been building this cabin, had this cabin, we have never stayed a solid whole week here because of work and because of taking care of the mom-in-law. So this week we decided to devote all of this time to us. And I'm sharing a part of that time of us with you. So about, I don't know, 10 years ago, you know how I am with numbers and dates, but about 10 years ago, we bought this property and it was a 10 year loan and we did nothing but pretty much work and pay bills. So we paid that loan off in five years and then it took us a few years of actually camping. We had a little pop-up camper and we would bring that camper up here and put it on the property. We hauled in about three or four seven gallon tubs of water up the mountain for the dogs and for us and for cooking and showering. We had a sun shower and a little hut and a little uh, disposable toilet thingy. And we camped here for about two and a half days So, <laughs> because we would come up Friday after work. We'd be here all day Saturday. And Sunday or usually Sunday afternoon, we would go home. So it was something that we would do maybe once or twice a month for about five years until we were able to then get some money together and make a plan. And the reason that we did when we did it, even though we were still working and we couldn't actually live at the cabin, we had two incidences that sparked the building of the cabin. And one was that while we were looking for the property, we noticed that there was a big log cabin, like huge log cabin, and and it was selling for like $300,000 but yet it wasn't completely finished. And we asked the realtor about it and he goes, ah, that's the Murdoch's home. And when we questioned him further, he said the Murdoch's were going to retire there and that was their retirement home. But Mr. Murdoch died. And so Mrs. Murdoch didn't want to and couldn't continue to manage the property. And so she's selling it. And that spurred us on at that moment to start to look at building the cabin. And then my wife had a client who died suddenly at a very young age. And he had always said that he wanted to fulfill these dreams of his and he didn't get a chance to do it. 
so one day my beloved came home and said, we're building the cabin as soon as possible. And I'm like, what? And so she told me about a client who had died and that they had their dreams left unfulfilled. And she didn't want that to happen to us. So when we finally did start building the cabin, and even though we couldn't get here as often as we would have wanted to, and we had planned to retire here, it just wasn't possible as far as the money and continuing to work. And we were young then, and there was no way we could retire. So we settled for enjoying it and having it be a respite as often as we could. And then even after our business closed in 2019, by then my mom-in-law had moved into our neighborhood. Uh, we were taking care of her, even though she didn't need a lot of taking care of right then. But my beloved loves her mother very, very much. And she said that we would never really be able to move until her mother was either not living in our neighborhood or if she died, which was kind of a morbid thought, but it is the reality of life that people do die and beloved was not going to leave her mom in the neighborhood without her there to take care of her. So then that brings us to now pretty much that we had loved this cabin and been at this cabin more often since 2019 when the business closed. We've tried to get up here every two weeks, but like this last time, we hadn't been here in a month because of all of the chaos and, and problems going on with her mom. And I totally have always supported that and also been frustrated <laughs> with it. I was frustrated because as the years went by, I also noticed that we were getting older. And I told Beloved one day, I said, listen, I'll be really pissed, basically, if we finally get to the place where we can come and retire here, and then we're too old to do it. And we couldn't do it either physically or financially at that point. So now that we're here and the mom-in-law is out of her torment of this horrible dementia she was in for the last several years, I don't still know what the final answer will be for Corgi Haven Lane and us. I see us being able to come more frequently, but we also have property um, where we live and where my beloved works. And there's community that's been built up. And so I don't know what's going to happen. But what I do know is that I don't regret building this cabin early. I don't regret even if it was sparse amount of times that we actually were able to come here and spend time here and have a sacred space for not only us, but for friends uh, who have come and people that needed just time to take a break from their lives. And I am, I'm excited to see what might happen from here as to how Corgi Haven Lane will continue to sustain us and who else will it need to sustain moving forward? So I'm excited. And so this is a very short podcast today because I almost thought that I wouldn't post today, but I love you guys. And I wanted you to have um, a little bit of, of um, the Gay With God podcast. And partly being gay with God means that in our world is that we honor this place and I'm grateful and thankful that this place is here and how sacred it does feel. And being gay with my beloved in a space where we are surrounded by beauty and we're not on top of other people 
and they're not on top of us as far as location goes around this cabin so that we can be ourselves and we can feel free to hold hands on the deck, to kiss out on the deck, where it is awkward to do that in other places that we we go. And especially in the state of North Carolina, um, which is probably more progressive, that, progressive than some states I know, as in, i.e., Florida and Texas. However, we're not always safe to be out, as you know, in other places in North Carolina. So here at Corgi Haven Lane, we are free to be exactly who we are and to feel relaxed and comfortable and not on edge. So I'm signing off from Corgi Haven Lane and I just want you to know you are important to me and I wanted to give you a little snippet of the Gay With God. If you would like to connect with me to be a guest or if you would like to receive some coaching from me, find my contact information on the show page at empoweredmidge.podbean.com and you can visit my newly redesigned website gaywithgod.com. Stay tuned to see how you can join the Gay With God community. And remember, you are loved. I want to invite you to become a part of the Gay With God community. How can you do that? Stay connected by messaging me your thoughts and comments in the comment section under the downloads of the show on the Gay With God show page. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and share, share, share so we can increase our community outreach and be a light to those who are struggling to claim their faith. Consider being a sponsor so I can highlight your service in our community. We are all worthy of respect and a relationship with the God of our understanding. I want to thank you in advance for supporting this podcast. Together, we as a community will keep this show visible and our community stronger. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.